For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Exercise your imagination. This week, Bill S. Ballinger's best-selling novel of the pursuit of a damned couple. The wife of the red-haired man. Starring Patty Dugaston. John Astin. And Howard Duff. Elliot Lewis's production of The Zero Hour. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents The Zero Hour. Sponsored in part by Contact and the makers of Kodak cameras. This is The Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. returned after having been missing for seven years to find his wife Mercedes married to Albert Turner. In a confrontation, Rohan panics and kills Turner. Mercedes, still in love with the red-haired man, flees with him, paying for their escape by selling her jewels. As their flight continues, Rohan subtly changes, losing his assurance, his confidence, even much of his ability to make decisions. Assigned to the case are two New York City detectives, scores of homicide, and Williams of the 19th Precinct. They have been painstakingly putting together the puzzle of Albert Turner's murder by tracing Mercedes Turner and Hugh Rohan's earlier life. Their trail has taken them from New York to Connecticut to Virginia. But first, this word. I'm Lucille Maness, an unsuccessful big businesswoman, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my unsuccessful business. I was the co-founder of this woman's book club, but we ran into a little trouble. We had all kinds of problems, so I called SCORE. Uh, that's the Service Corps of Retired Executives. Uh, the retired executives who volunteer to help small businesses. I went over and discovered Lucille was in deep trouble. I made several simple business suggestions. I also strongly recommended the club seek incorporation with a well-established women's magazine until its membership increased sufficiently. Unfortunately, one of my associates really didn't like the idea of a man giving us some advice, so she wrote herself a check with the remainder of what we had left in the treasury and took off. Well, Mr. Krauss came back to help again. A man who knows how to solve problems likes to keep solving. Volunteer for SCORE. SCORE is one part of action. Action is doing something. There is something you can do. Time is what's needed in police work. Time for lab work, time to check out clues, time to find witnesses, time to get replies to the hundreds of flyers that are put out to locate stolen or missing property. Two weeks after Albert Turner's murder, the Missing Property Bureau called me regarding a batch of jewelry bought by a New York wholesaler. One of the items was a pair of diamond cluster earrings sold to the New York outfit by a shop in Richmond, Virginia. 
The earrings were those described by the insurance company as belonging to Mercedes Turner, part of the jewelry she'd taken from her safe deposit box the morning after her husband's murder. I flew down to Richmond to talk to a man named Town who'd bought the earrings from the Turner woman. Good, uh, look at this sketch, please, Mr. Town. Does the woman seem familiar to you? Hmm. Uh, yes, sir, it looks like her, sort of. But, uh, you know, the first gentleman I talked to in New York mentioned the name Turner. The lady I wrote out a check to was a Mrs. Brewer. As soon as the check clears, I'd like a copy of her endorsement. Compare it with our suspect's handwriting. Make sure we've got the right person. All right. I'd be pleased to help you. How did the lady react to the money you gave her? Was she disappointed, you suggested? Mm. <laughs> she was indeed. But then they always are, you know. person don't take into account markup and resale prices and so on and so on. She was disappointed, I'd say. But she accepted your offer. Oh, yes, yes. We have a good reputation, whether she knew it or not. I offered her a fair price and... After a few minutes of debating with herself, she accepted the check. Was she alone? Or was there a man with her? She was alone, sir. If someone was with her, he stayed outside because she was alone. We stayed in Kansas City while I advertised that my jewelry and mink coat were for sale. Where he would want it to run, to move constantly. Now, without explanation, he changed and seemed content to stay. Not content, perhaps, but at least no longer argumentative. Then one evening, we were sitting in our room having a drink together, when suddenly he began to talk about what had happened. Stupid. You see, I always wanted to be a doctor all my life, to help people, not kill them. Well, you know, in a war, you see things. There are things you have to do. Terrible things. Brutal, awful things. The army reported you missing in action. Then, after a few years, they told me you were presumed dead. Well, what happened was... See, this one day, we were out on a search and destroy. I was on one flank, and it was all quiet and pretty. I remember a jet, a passenger jet. Air France, I think, flying overhead, filled with civilians going about their peaceful business. What happened that day, honey? All hell broke loose. I don't know. They, they must have been waiting for us. I got separated. I, I, I couldn't find anyone. The air was black. Men screaming. Did you ever hear a man scream in pain? No. You see, it's, it's not that I was yellow, but all that blood and terror... Pain. I left there. I, I, I just wandered off. The army didn't find you? Oh, no way. It was like an animal crawling through the jungle, hiding, afraid for my life. Somehow, I, I, I don't know how, I, I got to the coast, to where the merchant ships were anchored, waiting to get into the harbor and unload. That's where I met Cargill, a merchant seaman on the Java shore. An old tanker. He told me he'd give me his papers and get me a berth on an outgoing freighter to Montreal if I'd help him. Help him how? Well, he wanted me to deliver some uncut movies to a fence there. Do you, do you understand? I, I, you see, I, I didn't do it for money, not for anything, except to get away from there and get home, home to you. That's all I wanted. Do you understand? Yes, you. Of course. 
Exactly. How? That's where it all comes apart. I was caught before I made the delivery. Cargill hadn't given me a package of rubies. I was carrying heroin. Didn't you tell the police? No, no, no. I kept Cargill's papers and shut up. You see, I, I thought I'd serve my time and not tell anyone, not even you, until it was over. And then we could go away somewhere and I, I'd take another name. Study medicine and, and be a doctor the way I always wanted. Look at me, Mercy. Yes, dear. Is it too late? I don't know. You don't blame me? No. In New Orleans, there's a man who can get us passports, but it, it, it's expensive. We'll sell more jewelry. And someone will buy the coat. He's after us, you know. Who? A cop. I told you, I know when he's on to something, it's... It's like the two of us are connected. Hugh, he... He may be after us. We don't know what they found out. I'm going to paint the car blue. And I'm going to get another set of plates. I'll be back. Oh, no. Honey, it's all cold medicine. Well, sure, but it only takes one contact for up to 12 hours, continuous relief from sneezing, drips, congestion. For that, I'd need six of your cold tablets. Two every four hours. Or three ounces of nighttime liquid. One every four hours. Or just one contact. The tiny time pills do it. Well, it's all cold medicine. Those others contain antipyretic analgesics. The liquid, antitussive, and alcohol. They're not in contact. Six or three or one. I choose the one contact. Me too. And I'm the way with the cold. Six or three or one. When you catch a cold, take contact. Only as directed. We'll return to our story in a moment. Adam. Where are you? Up here, Eve, and I'm very busy inventing things. Big deal. I invented something, too. What? Shoes. What are shoes? Washes. I just slipped them on, and they keep my hands warm. Hey, that's great. Want to see what I invented today? Not that fire bit again. Don't worry. Now I know what fire is for. What are you putting in your mouth? You remember that paper stuff I invented? Well, it's wrapped around some chopped up leaves I call tobacco. You're weird, Adam. I set fire to the tobacco thing and puffing the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your invention, Adam? Lots of things. Ugh. With that fire thing, you're hot stuff. You know something, Eve? I think you just invented the first bad joke. This history lesson was brought to you by your American Cancer Society, which says smoking is a drag. After we recover the earrings, I guess Mercedes Turner would confine future sales to private parties. 
If she'd been as upset as the jeweler described her over not receiving a retail price for her merchandise, she'd advertise and take her chance on private buyer sales. That would also apply to her fur coat. One thing for sure, they were going to need all the money they could get their hands on to keep running. I judged they might have gone south from Richmond, but figured it was more likely they'd head west to get as far away as possible from New York. I arranged with the Bureau of Information to subscribe to a clipping service covering 18 cities. Places like Louisville, Kansas City, St. Louis, Oklahoma City, through the area where I figured they'd most likely be. We wanted to look in the personal columns of those local newspapers at items for sale. There was a three-day lag before the first clippings arrived. Scores and I began wading through a box of the stuff. Oh, boy. Never realized so many people had so much stuff for sale. Wearing it down, huh? Well, it's beginning to, Will. Oh, look at this. Watches for sale. Also necklaces, bracelets, pendants, brooches, earrings. <laughs> Anything your heart desires is from sale, coast to coast. And this. Mink coat. Turner Warren had a mink coat. No name or address in the air, just the Jefferson Hotel, Kansas City, room 1417, and the hotel phone number. You suppose it's them? Bless all your codes. No way you can tell where the double the call's coming from. You're nervous, Will. Yep. Good morning, Jefferson Hotel. Uh, room 1417, please. Will you hold? That line is busy. Uh, yes, I'll wait. They ringing? Yeah, room phone's busy. I'm on hold. Why don't you pick up the extension? Yeah. I can ring your party now. Thank you. Room 1417? Yes? You the party offering a mink coat for sale? Uh, no. Uh, there was an ad last Sunday's newspaper advertising a fur coat for sale? No, I don't know anything about it. I just checked in last night. Sorry. Oh, I see. Well, uh, get the hotel operator for me again, will you please? Yeah, sure. Operator, may I help you? Yes, operator. This is the New York police. Uh, who was the party checked out of room 1417 yesterday? Uh, one moment, sir. I'll check that for you. You think it was them, huh? Almost sure. Uh, sir, the party registered as Mr. and Mrs. Y.V. Garfield, North Sneedham Drive, Detroit, Michigan. Thank you, operator. Okay, I'll check it out with Detroit. Eight, five, and even, they're phony. I'll get some more information from the Kansas City cops. We stayed longer in Kansas City than we planned. We moved from hotel to hotel, running ads in the paper, and I sold off my jewelry piece by piece. Winter held Missouri in a bleak embrace. The city tried to cheer itself with holiday decorations, strings of lights and vivid displays from the plaza to the downtown area. But the approach of Christmas brought little joy to Hugh or me. It was then that he began to disappear for hours at a time. I assumed he was walking or reading in the library. Anything to be out of that confining hotel room. Uh, are you the uh, store manager? Uh, assistant, Davis. Uh, the, uh, a sign in your window uh, for help? You need a stock boy, $2 an hour. I'll take it, Mr. Davis. Well, what's your name? 
Tufts. All right, Tufts, full or part-time? Um, uh, part-time, but, uh, as many hours as I can get in. The stock room's downstairs. Report to the chief clerk. Get a time card, punch in and out. You'll be paid every day. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Davis. Y.V. Garfield and wife, North Sneedham Drive, Detroit, didn't exist. No such persons, no such address. KC cops furnished us with a description of the couple which fit loosely Rohan and Mercedes Turner. Except no red hair. But I'd already figured he'd have dyed it by now. Scores and I brought our chiefs up to date, and an hour later we were on a plane to Kansas City. You think he's still there? Well, if not, we'll pick up the end of the string. If they have busted out, where do you suppose he might be heading? Well, Mexico? Oh, she's too smart for Mexico. Look around the country, somewhere they speak English, England, Australia, New Zealand. Well, maybe not England. The cops are too good there. Hey, think they still got the same car? Last we heard was a gray compact, Michigan plates. That might mean something. What? In Virginia, they use New Jersey plates. In Kansas City, they have Michigan plates. Yeah, might change again. Yeah, Kansas City, Missouri, just across the river from Kansas City, Kansas. My hunch is they'll take Kansas plates. Less obvious? Exactly. Mercedes Turner's a cutie. Plenty smart. Not too sure about Rohan. You really zeroed in on him, didn't you? From the beginning, before there was any proof, I knew he was there. I just knew what he looked like. Did how he thinks. He's our best bet. The weakest? Yeah. Yeah, put it like that. Rohan's intelligent, but he's emotional. Poor control. He's going to break sooner or later. He's more of a drag than an asset. If Mercedes Turner were all by herself, that'd be another story. Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera is a miraculously little camera to take such big, sharp pictures. Take a pocket anywhere and everywhere your Christmas takes you. camera for less than $23. We couldn't wish you more for Christmas. The Zero Hour continues after this. Here's an important announcement for parents by Dr. Sidney Marland, Assistant Secretary for Education at the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. Do you have a son or daughter who wants to begin college or vocational training after high school, but there just isn't enough money? If you do, I have some good news for you. The United States government has a new program called Basic Grants to help pay for tuition, books, fees, and other expenses. The money is for full-time students enrolled for the first time at colleges or at vocational schools, technical institutes, or hospital schools of nursing. The money is a grant, not a loan. Your son or daughter must have a good education to get ahead, so don't let the lack of money stand in the way. Inquire about Basic Grants. Get an application at your post office today or write Basic Grants, Box 84, Washington, D.C., 20044. Gradually, I sold off the jewelry and we began to accumulate the money we needed to get our passports and arrange for passage out of the country. 
you, meanwhile, continued to disappear each day. But I must confess that it was easier not having him underfoot in each of those small hotel rooms we occupied. Well, good morning. Didn't think you were going to show. Uh, sorry, Mr. Davis. I, yes. I, Christmas is day after tomorrow. I'd be glad. You said that uh, uh, working here, I, I can get a 20% discount? Yes, tops anything in the store. Now, get with it. Restock counter 15 with perfume. Uh, yes, sir. As soon as I get my job. We arrived in Kansas City before noon. The local cops gave us plenty of cooperation. We started checking hotels, big and little, good and bad, a million of them. At some of them, they remembered a couple staying a few days, running an ad to sell jewelry, then checking out. At the Jefferson, there was an unclaimed letter for the Garfields from a Mrs. Arms, return address in Kansas City. I went to check it out, but nobody was home. Downtown garages were covered through a three-year-old gray compact with Michigan or Kansas plates. By then, it was dark. Walking to our hotel, I passed a big super drugstore. I needed some things, went in, walked back toward men's toiletries. Can I help you? Yes, I uh, need a shaving kit and some blades. How and... about a new electric razor? No, just uh, blades, cream, uh, aftershave. Something wrong? The man over there uh, by the perfume counter. From the stockroom. Has he been here long? Most of us are extra help for the Christmas rush. Is there anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Hey, where'd he go? Why, back to the stockroom, I guess. Where? Where's that? In the basement. Hey, you sing. Don't you want them? Uh, a guy just come through here? Yeah, tops like a rocket in his tail. Same as you. Which way? The alley. South now? Yes. New Orleans, I guess. Not directly. Where's the map of Louisiana? In the glove compartment. It isn't. Oh, I remember I had it in our room at the hotel. We'll get another one. If the policeman had tried to arrest you in the drugstore, what would you have done? Shot him. Would that have helped? There'll always be another. I'll get as many as I can. Let me see the gun. Okay. Be careful. How many shots? Seven. One in the chamber, six in the clip. Hugh, look, a truck stalled up there. Look, there's lights on there. No one around. He probably went for help. Stop the car. Get the, get the Nebraska plate. Okay. Right away. I'll keep the gun in my purse. At least I knew Rohan and the Turner woman were in Kansas City. Why had they stayed over? Well, I figured she was still trying to sell more jewelry. I bid it to the newspaper office. They were making up the morning edition. There was an ad, as I expected. Strobich Hotel, room number, with a diamond bracelet for sale. When Scores and I got there, we'd missed them by half an hour. The local cops and the highway patrol sent out an all-points bulletin. Meanwhile, I went out to see Mrs. Arms, who wrote the unclaimed letter. She was at home now. Pleasant-faced woman, mixed gray and blonde hair, living in a big, comfortable fieldstone house, log burning in the fireplace. Why, yes, I went down to Mrs. Garfield's room at the hotel. 
I was interested in the fur coat she wanted to sell. But you didn't buy it? No, it was a lovely coat. I, I made her an offer, but she didn't take it. Well, I came home and thought it over. Later, I tried to call her, but there was no answer. So I dropped her a note offering more. Mrs. Arms, when you were in the hotel room, uh, did you see anything unusual? No, nothing. The pieces of luggage, closed, toilet articles on the dresser. Think, please try to remember. It may not seem important, but anything other than personal items. Well, now let me see. There was a, a writing desk. Uh, something on it. Mm. Um, a, a red cover. Blue and white letters. Uh, folded. A, a map. Of what, Mrs. Arms? What map? Let's see. Uh, uh, Louisiana. That's it. Louisiana, New Orleans. What town is this? I don't know. How far are we from Kansas City? About 40 miles. I'm worried. They must have roadblocks up further down. We just keep going until we hit them. No, wait. That bus in front of the cafe. He let me off here, middle of the block. What for? I'm catching that bus south. We have to split up here. It's the only way to get through. Wait a minute. No. Take this money. Meet me in New Orleans. The old hotel on Tupelo Street. Use the name Graham. When? Christmas. Be careful. You are listening to Mutual's presentation of The Zero Hour. tell them, you know, if you're 18 or older, you can help a lot of guys be prepared by being a leader in scouting. I mean, fella, scouting today's a lot more than you think. Be prepared. A message from the Council for Financial Aid to Education and this station. students now march to a different drummer, and sometimes it seems to no drummer at all. But what matters most is that colleges continue educating. Students and their parents pay tuitions to make this possible, but the money they pay just doesn't go far enough. Two-thirds of college costs must come from other sources, including contributions from friends of colleges. How can you be the friend of a college? You can believe that educating young people is the main thing not whether they're singing football songs or folk songs. You can be willing to back up your belief with a gift, because colleges need money to march ahead. A lot of that money must come from people like you. Give to the college of your choice, now. Tomorrow at this time, rest your eyes and listen here to this week's continuing study in suspense, The Wife of the Red-Haired Man. I'm Rod Serling. 
Today's episode brought to you in part by Contact and the makers of Kodak cameras. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. You have been listening to The Zero Hour, a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System in association with Hollywood Radio Theater, heard every weekday at this time. Rod Serling is your host. Zero Hour is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. The Hollywood Radio Theater theme was played by Ferranti and Teicher and is now available on United Artists Records and Tapes. Hugh Douglas speaking. Tune in tomorrow and once again... Rest your eyes and listen here to the Zero Hour. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.